your source for everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome into The Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. I'm Stephanie. And this is... Heidi, and we're here for another fabulous Tuesday, and I didn't use a T word. I know. It's, just, be, it's just becoming too hard to find those T words. Yeah. <laughs> or we just keep repeating them. So our, maybe our alliteration is, is going to start to fade. That's all right. We're maybe. good. I don't know. We'll see. It's all good. We'll see. Yeah. So how have you been? I'm good. How about you? It's been fabulous weather, so this is great, right? We are long overdue for spring here in Minnesota. Not that we're, you know, strangers to hard winters and things like that, but this has been tough. a hard one. Yeah. You know, it 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 shows you how much snow we have mm. here. So down in the cities there's I don't think there's any snow. As soon as I get right into Elk River, I had the sunroof open the other day and I felt the temperature drop. I looked at my temperature gauge on my car and it mm-hmm. dropped 10 degrees oh. just crossing the river yep and there's tons of snow so we've had two 70 plus degree days in a row yeah. right yeah we still have eight inches of snow out in the backyard covering really? quite a bit of the yard and we went out uh, around the outbuilding and there is a 10 foot drift <laughs> up the side of the outbuilding still Today we saw it. It was almost to the roof of the of the where the uh, roof comes down. You know whatever that thing is called. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so it's still about ten feet tall. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we just have so much snow up here still. But it was so nice today, so it's gonna melt soon. I'm thinking. That was eighty. It was like eighty one today. Was the high? So oh, was we, it? Okay. We go from a week ago. It was barely thirty seven, and we had fresh. New- 10 inches to the snowpack to seven days later and it's 81 and yeah we still have some snow banks but pretty much the snow is pretty much gone so we have a lot of snow still that's it's amazing and to think two weeks ago i was out on the lake walking you know and now well you know the lake is you know 10 to i'm sure it's 20 feet out today you know after this warm temperature so yeah crazy crazy yeah so the crazy minnesota 
weather continues, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. It does. You just it never does. know. It's really hard on our bodies, though. I mean, I've just had a constant headache for like five days. And I know that's exactly what it is. You know, it's this up and down and up and down. And it's not good for the head. But um, anyway, so we have a guest on the show tonight. We do. Now, we are excited because we had this guest on last year, I believe it was in August, Mm -hmm. and she was super fascinating, so we had to have her back this year. Welcome back to Mystic Marla. We are so happy to have you with us again tonight. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me back. Yes, absolutely. You fascinated us with your expertise on palm reading last time. So we had to have you come back and tell us more. Great. Well, I hope I have some good stuff to talk about. I'm, um, I saw a meme come up today that said, what could you spontaneously talk about for 20 minutes with no preparation? And I'm like, mm, anything hands, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, everything you talked about last time was fascinating, so it doesn't, it probably doesn't matter what you talk about with us. It's just, it's so interesting um, because it's not anything, me personally, it's not anything I know a lot about, so I'm really just fascinated with this whole topic. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and it can go so many directions. I thought, you know, it's up to you all and what the listeners are up for, but I have been focusing a little bit on um, medical medical things that will show up in, in palm reading. So if that's something we want to explore a little bit, I might. Absolutely. That. Yeah, that yeah. is really fascinating. I know you touched on it last time just a little bit. And I think Stephanie and I were both, you know, examining our hands, yeah. probably didn't <laughs> listen to much else. We were supposed to be talking. We're not because yes, we're focused on what you're saying. And... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was awesome. It yeah. was. Well, it was re- listeners. Sorry, go ahead. Stephanie. No, go ahead. No, I was just going to whatever. But and, yeah. And that's, you know, the first thing we look at um, when we're start, you know, after we're born, when we're able is our mom's mm-hmm. face and the faces around us. And shortly after that, baby's hands are right up there. And that's mm-hmm. what they're, they're staring at. And I feel like I never outgrew that because. I frequently am still looking at my own hands and thinking about mm-hmm. what's going on and how they change. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it is fascinating and it is true. And, you know, I think part of it is the size of hands because they differ so much, right? Like, for example, in my family, my dad had, we call them the enormous Langer hands, right? They were just ginormous. And both my brothers have that. My sister's hands are much bigger than mine. I'm sure I'm stuck with these short little stubby fingered hands that are just wrinkly all over on the palms. You know what I mean? You have <laughs> so little I'm witch hands. Yes. Yes. Little witch of. hands, I call those. You yeah. know, they told me that they found me on the front doorstep, you know, when I was a baby because I was so different from the rest of them. <laughs> And sometimes I believe it, except we did the Ancestry.com deal. And no, 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 we're all related. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, I am the different one for sure. But yeah, that's always fascinated me because my hands are so small and they're just stubby and full of wrinkles, you know? Uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different takes on that. I mean, when you talk about the wrinkles and they're, they're wrinkles, but they're really lines. And you probably had them since you were fairly young, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 
you can remember, it has nothing to do with age. No. And, you know, I, I too have that. And, and, you know, in the more, um, old, I'm going to call it old school palmistry, but old school doesn't mean it's not good. It just means it's the original, right? Kind mm-hmm. of way of doing palm reading. Mm-hmm. Um, those lines, um, especially the ones that are more vertical that go from like the palm up, if there are mm-hmm. a lot of those, mm-hmm. I tend to think of those as that energy. There's a lot more energy going in, in and out. And those tend to meet my very busy busy brained folks. And if you look at some of the more um, archaic art, old art, if they were showing the palms on old art, there were a lot more vertical lining. Mm-hmm. And I think that is that more spiritual connection. Mm-hmm. If you're, you're raising your, you know, your eye up and down the hand, it's that yeah. wanting to connect with something outside of ourselves. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And as as art's moved through the ages, the lines have gotten more and more horizontal. And I think of that as that more materialistic way of rolling in the world. And if you bend your hands forward and bring them into yourself, those palmer creases have gotten more and more prominent as opposed to that, that vertical, mm. you know, the vertical lining. So mm-hmm. that's kind of my take on that. But when I called you little witch hands, a lot of times people with a fire or earthy shaped hand, you know, they're a lot more down to earth and they've also got that connection going. Mm-hmm. And so they're mm-hmm. my folks that kind of like concoctions and botanicals <laughs> and making mixtures. And I don't know, is that you at all? By chance? Well, a little bit. I'm definitely yeah. attached to mama earth. You know, I mean, I'm definitely mm-hmm. an earthling, but yeah, they are. I mean, if my hands are pretty much up and down, like you said, except for right here on this by the thumb. And then there's the a other whole bunch line. of lines going this one, you know? Yeah. But yeah. And it's also a good reason. Um, you bring up a point about my, my style of reading. You know, a lot of people are moving their readings to online face mm-hmm. type of things which I don't do. I'm one of the holdouts, but a lot of it is because there's so much variability in the look of a hand, just with how you angle it forward and backward. A lot of detail gets missed. And of course the literal hands-on part of it, Mm -hmm. where I pick up a lot of texture Mm -hmm. and flexibility, Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. matters when you do that. Yeah. I don't know how you could do this really just by looking, you know, that way. So it's, it's a less accurate reading. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the bottom line. It's just a less accurate reading. And it's still virtually impossible to get fingerprints. Mm-hmm. Over, you know, they're so mm-hmm. detailed. And I may have touched on this last time, but when I do a reading, I frequently wear high magnification reading glasses and use a magnifying glass and use really? a light. Mm-hmm. I'm in there like a like a, you know, middle-aged lady version of Sherlock Holmes getting my <laughs> Yeah. In order to see the fingerprints, you have to get that close. Um, I love it. And, and the more, and there's a wide variety of skin texture. And so some people, you can actually see their fingerprints with the naked eye. Mm-hmm. And that's always a clue that they're a hardier individual. It's one of the secrets of palm reading. It's really not mm-hmm. a secret. It's pretty scientific. But um, so if I'm reading for a very coarse grained person, I might be able to see their prints without glasses, the more sensitive the individual gets, um, the less, you know, the harder it is to see their fingerprints. So I talk about, I call it the Marlowe scale of sensitivity. It's not anything, 
you know, earth shattering, but I kind of talk to people about their sensitivity being on a one to 10 scale Mm -hmm. and 10, 10 would be what I call the princess and the pea kind of sensitivity. Do you guys remember that? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's that, that high, high sensitive side. And then a one would be like a very coarse handed farmer that has Mm -hmm. that, you know, that really high pain tolerance things Mm -hmm. just kind of bounce off of them, you know, literally thick skinned, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I will talk to my clients about that and, almost the first thing I, well, I do with the palm reading is, you know, I sit in front of them, I hold their hands, and then I go right in. I use the pad of my ring finger, and that um, I've learned through palmistry, but also through my years as a nurse, is one of the most sensitive fingers Mm -hmm. to feel with when you're trying to feel texture or little detail, because it doesn't get beaten up as much as your other fingers, you know, Mm -hmm. when you're picking up hot stuff out of the oven or whatever. And Mm -hmm. so I'll feel the center of their palm and people that are learning palmistry. This is another good little trick. You can learn a lot about somebody by how the texture of the center of their palm is. And it can go anywhere from a very smooth, very thin skin. I call it alien skin, you know, where you can, you don't feel any roughness and you can almost see the veins sticking out through the middle of their hand all the way up to like almost like sandpaper skin. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I have this, that really thin, silky kind. I'm super sensitive, you know, Um, anybody that's got a high level of intuition and is very empathic almost always have has a fairly smooth mm-hmm. healing palm there mm-hmm. yeah and um and on so right here right right in the middle right there that's called yeah. the mount of mars in yeah. old school palmistry it's or the you know the plane of mars actually it's kind yeah. of between the two mounts yeah. and i'm sorry you know i'm trying to verbally describe it so people can find it but you basically go right to the center of your palm where mm-hmm. the stuff is the most thin so. Yeah, mine is like smooth like glass, actually, on both hands. That you would you would be one of those people, yeah. Then, right? Yeah. And and along with that, and that kind of kind of segues into the medical part of things. So people that are that sensitive, everything is kind of an overlay of that, right? Mm-hmm. Those are my folks that are going to be very like scent sensitive. Sounds may disturb them more than others. They need a calmer environment. They're going to be picking up the vibes from mm-hmm. their environment. So if there's a child or a dog that's upset, they kind of, you know, they feel it, they sense Mm -hmm. that thing. Um, And those are my folks who are almost always more sensitive to medications than other people. Oh, yeah. They get the side effects. They get the, mm -hmm. you tell them the side effect of the medicine and they're like, yep, I got that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that is one of my ways of saying, you know, if you're that sensitive, you might consider telling your healthcare provider, mm-hmm. start me at the lowest dose, yep. you know, and yep. that, that may be just plenty. Homeopathic doses may be enough. Yep. Right. Well, you just zeroed right in on me. You know, I go to the doctor and say, okay, I'm really sick, but I really don't like medicine because it all makes me sick. And then they always just look at me and they said, yeah, it's true. We can tell, you know, because your chart is just full of all these things that we've tried and you throw them away. (laughs) There you go. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Heidi, what's your, what's the middle of your palm like? Um, I don't know. It's very wrinkly, so it's hard to tell. Um, 
I always got called, uh, my friends used to make fun of me when I was a kid because I did have the really like wrinkly, wrinkly hands, hands. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was really young even. And so they would give me a hard time about that. And so it's, it's, I guess it's, it's hard to tell because it's mm-hmm. wrinkly, you know, mm-hmm. so I guess I don't know. Right. I don't know. Well, and that, it comes with some experience, right? But it's the, right. sort of the texture under the lines and under that you know and if you close your eyes sometimes it makes more sense or if Mm -hmm. you think of what it feels like does it feel like silk or paper or you know something like that but yeah you're likely if you have that many wrinkles and doing what you do and being interested Mm -hmm. in what you're interested in it's probably fairly sensitive Mm -hmm. um yeah people that are sensing energy and sensing changes in their environment are my most sensitive folks. So. Yeah, it's interesting because I was looking at my palm earlier and it there's like lines between the lines between the lines. Like it's a whole, you know, how you have the fingerprint and it's mm-hmm. all these little teeny lines. Well, that's like the whole thing. So there's no like flat skin because it's a whole like one big fingerprint. Yeah, so yeah. I wouldn't have no idea how to figure that no. out. No, and lots, of, and lots of vertical lines in the fingerprints on mine. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. And the vertical versus the horizontal. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so what you need to do is you need to fly to Spokane and see me. Yes. I love to get right in there, but they do all. Yes. I tend to not dwell a lot on those little tiny ones Mm -hmm. um, because they come and go more Mm -hmm. than the big ones. But, but they do tell you, especially like Stephanie was saying with the the vertical lines on your fingertips. Mm-hmm. If you see those lines running up each of your fingers, um, like all the way from the base to the tips, all those little bitty straight vertical lines, those are in my busy people. Mm-hmm. Their brain is busy. Frequently their body follows. They're, they're thinking and they're doing. They're thinking and they're mm-hmm. doing. And they can be a little more jazzed up, anxious individual. Not mm-hmm. always, but frequently they are. That sounds mm-hmm. like you, Steph. <laughs> but, you know, so Heidi, tell her what your favorite name for me is. Mrs. Wigglebottoms. She does not <laughs> stop moving. Yeah, she does not it. stop moving. Don't. Her brain, really, her mouth, really and her do. butt are always moving. <laughs> Can't yeah, handle it. it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, I get it. And I have a lot of that too. And I, again, I can't tell with Stephanie's hand, but it's the earth fire combo that you've got mm-hmm. going. Little fi- short fingers tend to be earth or fire or both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're fire. Oh, and look at that communication area. So mm-hmm. you've got this really, I'm going to get sidetracked. I'll stick to, yeah. the, stick to the point. But fire hands are movers and doers, right? Okay. I mean, fire, you think of the fire mm-hmm. astrology signs, and that's what I have as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that impulsivity, needing to put your thoughts into action and, yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. True. And then the horizontal ones, if we're going to go more in the, you know, the medical side of things, if you have a lot of little bar lines on your fingertips, a few on your thumb and a few, like a couple on your pinky, horizontal little dashed lines on the mm-hmm. tips are pretty normal. Um, you can get those. When they start to creep more into the index middle ring finger and you've got bar lines on all of them, I'm seeing it more and more, but it's it tends to be in people who are generally stressed. It tells me their adrenal glands are stressed. They're, you know, they tend to have some sort of um, 
hormonal stress going on. I'll see it in people that are around menopause. And that and some other little things I can look for maybe with thyroid disease. I, you know, I'll ask people if they've got thyroid issues. Yeah. You know, Hashimoto's or other things going on with their thyroid. Um, mm-hmm. And I just, you know, I don't do any um, diagnosis or treatment by any stretch. But if I pick that up, I'll say, have you seen your mm-hmm. doctor? Have you mm-hmm. been? And it gives them just a little bit of a nudge to do the right thing for mm-hmm. their health. Do you find that having a medical background has been helpful for you being a palm reader? Yeah, I think it it doesn't necessarily help with what I'm, well, that's not true. There are some things I know from being uh, a nurse practitioner that just easily translate into what I'm seeing in the hand. But I, I just am very careful about how I lay the knowledge out for folks when I'm doing a palm reading. And it probably, the biggest benefit of that is is having some skill around how I relay information to somebody. I don't come out of the gate going, oh my God, you've got heart disease, something bad's going to come down. I mean, that's, you know, we don't do that. We just can't do that and be good um, practitioners. And Mm -hmm. so um, I'm careful about how I relay information if I get any sort of a hit that something may be going on in a more more serious realm. And I pick Mm -hmm. stuff up. I, you know, I, I can't say that that doesn't happen. Um, and I'm careful about how I validate it. Mm-hmm. For example, um, there's a, a specific medical thing, certain specific medical things you can look for. And one of those is heart disease. And there's a little mark. It's a, there's a triradius. A triradius is where several skin lines on the palm come together to form a triangle. And so there are certain places that we have those. And I can look for where that's normally located. And if it's elevated a certain amount, it's an indicator of possibly having congenital heart issues or other things going on. It's been documented in medical literature, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. So sometimes I'll look for that. It kind of depends on the reading and what's going on. And I've I've seen it several times and I'm very ginger, right, about how I ask about it. Um, One example, I saw it on somebody and I just very carefully said, any, you know, how's your family history? Anybody in your family have issues, um, you know? with heart or, you know, and I kind of put it in a big vat of things. And I said, how about you? Do you have any heart issues that you know of anything going on with you? And, and that, that particular person, you know, pulls the front of her shirt down and shows me the scar where she had heart surgery as a little kid. So, you know, definitely that congenital thing can, can track. It's actually through reading textbooks like that, that I decided I really wanted to incorporate the fingerprint analysis and the palm print analysis into the reading. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. I know. (laughs) I know. I'm just like, where is it? Where is it? I'm looking at my own hand. I'm like, oh Oh my gosh. I know. I'm looking too. (laughs) Well, we all, we knew we would do this Heidi because here we are looking staring at our We talked about it before the show. We're like, all we're going to be doing is looking at our hands. I know. That's not going to be cool. So anyway, yeah, that's really interesting. So what else around, um, you know, some of these medical, you know, things that you look for in a palm reading? I'm curious. Yeah. Um, 
One of the things I always like to point out to my skeptics, of which I see quite a few, right? Mm -hmm. And we wouldn't, I think people that do these readings tend to come in with a little bit of a skeptical eye anyway, right? right. I mean, we you're questioning. It's what you guys do. It's that curiosity. And so um, as a nurse, one of the things we learn in physical assessment, when a baby is born, it's in every nursery, every newborn gets a, an assessment, and we look for certain things. And one of those is a palmar crease. And really? All babies get screened for a palmar crease, also called a simian crease. And it's a line that goes usually, um, there are variations, but it will usually go straight across the middle of the palm. And rather than having a separate heart line and head line, the two are fused. And it's really common in Down syndrome. A lot of Down syndrome mm -hmm. children have a, a simian crease. And so we screen babies for it. And if we see it, we're like, oh, we need to pay attention to see if there's anything else up with this, this baby, right? Mm -hmm. Now, other people can have it that don't have Down syndrome, and it means something different. But it's one of the things that I look for on every reading. And it mm -hmm. can be in people who are just very... Um, locked in it's almost like their feelings and their thinking are one and they mm -hmm. can be very intense you know individuals sometimes mm -hmm. very driven high functioning individuals but it's still something that indicates a health issue right so that's just mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. um i was talking to another nurse about this uh earlier today and how i said i, I wanted to review exactly when it was in um, in utero or when the baby's, you know, still in the womb, when fingerprints form up. So mm -hmm. I went back and checked one of my, my books and it's like, oh, I'd forgotten. The fingerprints actually start forming up around 10 weeks after conception. Really? Wow. Wow. Really soon. Yeah, early. And so they're starting to form up at 10 weeks and they're pretty much formed up by 21 weeks or four months gestation. Wow. They already have little fingerprints going on. And there's some science and research around um, how what's happening, not just the genetics, that's a big part of it, but it's this mixture of genetics and the nutrition that the mom's getting and then all these other, you know, stresses and influences that are going on will actually change the skin ridge or fingerprint formation in utero. So if... Oh. For example, um, if, for example, a child um, is being uh, carried by a mom who's highly stressed, under a lot of stress, maybe sick, maybe has diabetes, you would expect that they're going to have a, a, a difference hand to hand. One hand will not look as much like the other hand in a highly stressed baby. Um, and there's science around this. I can give references if you guys want to post them or give them out. But, um, And one of those things is how the fingerprints look hand to hand. Like if your hands were a book and you opened your hands up, if all of your fingerprints match, like your thumbprints are the same, index are the same, chances are it was a fairly healthy pregnancy and there wasn't as much stress. But if you've got, you know, three or more different hand-to-hand, -hand, you would likely had a more stressed mama when you were in utero. And that the same goes for hand shape and finger length differences and things like that. The more different they are, likely the more stressed the mom. 
Hmm. And there's even a little bit of science around um, people that are left-handed may have had a more stressed Ooh. mom, Ooh. In, you know, while they were, you know, being carried than those that aren't. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, back in the day, back in the olden days, um, yeah. people left-handed were thought to be evil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And in fact, I think um, in Latin, um, Dexter means your right hand and sinister. Ooh, sinister. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting, right? Anyway, another another palm nerd wow. word. Yeah, I remember hearing stories and reading, you know, about how they would uh, get that, like try and get it out of children to have, so they wouldn't be left-handed. They make, force them to use their right hand Mm -hmm. and do everything right-handed to try and, yeah, get that out of them. Like it was something wrong, which is not, that's not right. But that's interesting. So the fingerprint thing was interesting. I'm dying to go and get a flashlight out and look at my fingerprints now and see if they're they're different (laughs) hand to hand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then ask your mom, what was it like, you know, during those first four months of pregnancy? Just it can be kind of a cool, you know, interchange with your mom. Oh, I have. I have. (laughs) Or not. Some of my other, yeah, other work that I've done, I've asked her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she had three other. I was the baby of the family, right? So she had three babies already at home. So <laughs> I can imagine. And my brother Chris, who's the wildest thing on earth, you know. So yeah, yeah. she was stressed, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, I can't wait to look at my fingerprints to see how that. How's that? I works. know. I need to get a flashlight, and I'm gonna look at them after the show because mm-hmm. I'm gonna check. Mm-hmm. I gotta look Good. and see. Nice. That's awesome. Well, hey, we should take a break. Oh yeah, we've got a half hour break. Yes. All right. So stay with us. We're going to take a break. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para-X Radio Network. In order for the light to shine so brightly, the darkness must be present. Tune in every Monday at 10 o'clock. The Dark Sun Rising on the Para-X Radio Network. Heidi, have you listened to The Calling lately? Why, yes, Steph, I have. It's really good. Have you? Absolutely. It's what I would say is a wild and wooly affair. So does that mean it's a wild and wooly Wednesday show? (laughs) Well, I definitely think that that's true. So you know we listen, since The Calling is the sibling show to our show, The Gathering. Listen to The Calling Radio Show with Jerry and Kimberly Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the Para-X Radio Network. Hi, this is Marla Brooks from Stirring the Cauldron. Thursdays are a great night on the Para-X Radio Network. On the first and third Thursdays of the month at 8 p.m., it's Tango and Friends, hosted by Bruce Tango. And on the alternate Thursdays at 8 p.m., tune in to Stirring the Cauldron, the Archive podcast. Every week at 9 p.m. Eastern, join me on Stirring the Cauldron Live. And then at 10 p.m., stick around for New Aeon Now with Lily Alley, Davron Michaels, and Christine Matza. Finally, to round out the night, join Dr. Kelly Renee Schutz on the Paranormal Encounters podcast. All this, every Thursday, right here on Para-X. 
Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network. We have Mystic Marla with us tonight, and Stephanie and I have been busily studying our hands <laughs> off and on this whole show. It's just so interesting. And yeah, uh, Marla, you were saying uh, during break, t- you know, we want to look at our fingerprints, right, to see the side-by-side comparison of our hands. And you said take a picture, mm-hmm. and then you can blow it up on your computer. That's mm-hmm. genius. It Thank is you. genius. Yeah, yes. I think we need to do that for sure. So everybody out there, you can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Look at your fingerprints. Fascinating. Fascinating. Well, and you know, I guess when I was younger and I, w- I saw, I've seen like maybe two palm readers, you know, and seriously, they were like more like, I would say like the crystal ballish kind of people, you know what I mean? And who knows what they said, but one of, I remember specifically one of them said, oh my God, you have so many wrinkles on your hands. <laughs> I've never <laughs> seen this before. And I'm like, oh, come on. What does that mean? You know? And of course they had no idea, you know, cause they weren't the real deal, I think, you know, but um, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It always makes me feel good when my, I get comments or reviews that said, she's the real deal or yes legit you know that kind legit of yeah go see her she doesn't you know she doesn't have the crystal ball and she's not doing all this other stuff no, and, i want you know. one i want a crystal ball oh they're cool. they're awesome a, a real one <laughs> you should get one you should get I'm one awesome. i'm yes. saving up yeah yes i think it would be awesome yeah so what so You've already mentioned that you can tell things like heart problems, thyroid problems. Do you, have you ever had a client come in that you think they're so sick that they might die if they don't get medical help uh, like right now? Yes and no. I, mm-hmm. I've never had anybody that didn't know that they weren't already ill. Let's okay. put it that way. So, And most of them... Um, when I gently quiz them or like would confess to, yes, I know I have a bad illness or I've got cancer or that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so I didn't, I wouldn't have shared that information if they weren't already in the loop of that sort of, I mean, the, the classic question is don't tell me if I've got a short heart or a short lifeline. Everybody's worried about that. And I don't, do that style of reading for me mm-hmm. the lifeline is more about quality of mm-hmm. the energy that comes up out of that i rarely see what we, what we would call a short lifeline a truly short lifeline almost never mm-hmm. um i keep uh, some pretty good you know records about how many readings i've done and i'm roughly around 1500 professional readings give or take mm-hmm. and out of all of those, um, I've seen one truly short lifeline. And it stopped right around the person being 45-ish on their hand. And they were about that old when I saw them, right? And I, I looked at the line and I said, how are you doing? It was a man that was visiting my booth at one of my very first fairs that I ever did. And I'm like, ah, you know, as a mm-hmm. new owner, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? So I gently ask, you know, what's going on with you? How's your health? How are you? Well, mm-hmm. long story short, he knew he had terminal cancer. Oh. And so, yeah, and he was just kind of easing into the end of things and mm-hmm. his daughter and doing some fun stuff while he still could. So I didn't have to tell him that. He yes. Knew yes. He was in an accepting place, but um, generally, that's not something that will show up, even yeah. if you have 
a chronic illness or something that you know is going to go wrong. Mm -hmm. The vitality of it, though, is something that I look for. So if you stretch your hand open, really stretch it open, spread your fingers back as far as you can, your main lines will really show up for you. Um, you'll see the three main lines unless you've got the simian crease, right? And then mm -hmm. you may only see two. And some people also have a pretty strong fate line. But the three main lines run top to bottom, heart, head, life line. And roughly you want those to all be fairly equal in their strength. If one is stronger than another, you want it to be your lifeline, and that's the one that's down on the lower part of your hand. It runs from between your thumb and index finger down low and shoots down towards the base of your palm. Mm -hmm. And that's the one you want it to be equally strong or more strong when you look at it than the others. And that would tell me your energy level, your vitality, right? Mm -hmm. And for some people, if you compare hand to hand, it's stronger on one side than the other. And that also will tell me something. It will tell me about how energetic you may be in your work world versus your private life, for example. Oh. Somebody dealing with a lot of domestic stress that's really draining them, that's not feeling very well, may have a much weaker lifeline on their non-dominant hand than on their dominant hand, for example. So I, I always, always, when I do palm reading, compare both right hands. to left and both hands. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Well, they are definitely different. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, there's not oh, a yeah, huge sure. difference. There's not a huge difference, but there is a difference. There's right. a difference, so, yeah. Right. And, you know, yeah. people, I'll have somebody sit down and I'll, you know, do the textured thing and then I'll bend their hand around a little bit and I'll confirm which hand is their dominant hand. I can tell, but I always mm -hmm. say, I think you're right-handed, are you? Or I th you feel left-handed, are you? And it's not, you know, no big magic woo-woo with that. But if you bend your own fingers backward, your dominant hand has a lot stiffer feel to it. Almost always, you can feel that mm -hmm. yourself. And so that's how you determine. In my style of reading, your dominant hand tends to be your outer world or your uh, more what you're working mm -hmm. towards. People don't know you as well. Mm -hmm. Your non-dominant hand tends to be more private life, more childhood influences. So, mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And who you really are. Yeah. Kind of, yeah, who you who you really see yourself yeah. as privately, although yeah. they can be very different. And if you have mm -hmm. different fingerprints side to side, that's why some people will walk in a way so differently in their work life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, their spouse or somebody will see them in their work environment and they're like, who are you? I mean, you, <laughs> yeah. you know, you're so different. Yeah, people are very similar, you know. Mm -hmm. I am one of those people who walks in the outer world a lot like I am in my private life. My hands are fairly similar, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But not everybody works that way. So, mm -hmm. no, I get that for wow. sure. Yeah, fascinating. Mm -hmm. fascinating. For sure. Oh. So, we have a question in the chat room from Jerry. He is asking Can the lines in your hand tell your future, such as a job? Like if it's going to be blue collar or white collar, can it tell you anything about? Well, we, you talked about health. He says health, marriage, or divorce. Uh, yes to some of those things. Let me go back to the first question, which was, can it tell you if you're going to be white collar, blue collar, that sort of thing? I heard him ask. 
there are several areas of the hand. It's not one thing that I look at for job, like what would suit you or what you might be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it has a lot to do with hand shape. Certain hand shapes are more suited to like blue collar versus white mm-hmm. collar, I think he called it. Um, so that's part of it. And your fate line has a lot to do with it, not because of your fate in life so much, but it, the fate line will tell me how similar you are to your family and also how traditional your job might be and where that lies in the palm. So I can tell that. Breaks in the fate line and other areas in the hand can tell when there were stresses and depending if it's your dominant or non-dominant, you can tell if you've had job changes, right? So um, an example might be, I'll use my own for example. I am in a very non-traditional job and I am not at all like my family, right? I'm kind of the outlier, liberal, palm reader, woo-woo girl. And my fate line comes from clear out in my lunar quadrant, the percussion side of my hand. Um, Somebody who is in a traditional job would have a fate line that lies much closer, almost always closer to their uh, line of vitality or their lifeline. And again, it depends on the right or left hand. Um, so somebody in a family business, for example, who's kind of lives right next to their family and they're a lot like their family, would have a fate line that comes straight up from the middle of their palm, the bottom by their wrist. That would be the opposite mm-hmm. of what mine is, for example. So that's part of it. Um, skin texture also has a lot to do with it. Um, somebody who's very earthy, down to earth, hard, um, has a very uh, square palm, short fingers, more likely to be in a very earthy kind of employment than somebody who has a, a narrow palm, long, skinny fingers, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That water hand, that more sensitive hand would not be suited to fixing the John Deere, for example. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes right. sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, that was kind of related to his question on job. There were some other questions. Oh, telling the future. That's always a good question. Right. And um, I don't do hard prediction as a palm reader. Mm-hmm. I think it's dangerous. I come from the premise that we all have free will. Mm-hmm. And my job is to help people identify strengths and weaknesses and mm-hmm. so that they can adjust what they do moving forward. That being said, um, there are some things that will kind of give me an idea if stuff's coming up. So if I look at somebody's fate line and it's straight a straight smooth shot from the base of their hand up to their middle finger, which would be the ideal if they were very comfortable and squared away in the world. I can say, you know, chances are you're going to feel pretty satisfied with your life, regardless of what you're doing for a job. You're going to find purpose. You're going to find meaning, right? Mm-hmm. That that would be an example of being somewhat predictive, right? Mm-hmm. If I see it move around a lot and it splits off in certain areas on the timeline and I gauge time up that, I might say, you know, it looks like between the time you're 45 and 50, you may be reevaluating a little bit about what you're doing in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, regardless, your line continues, you know, and I'll give some guidance around what that might look like. Yeah. Wow. What about, uh, he mentions marriage and divorce. Is there a way to see that in the hand? Uh, again, yes and no. I don't put much stock in old school palmistry for this because um, 
the lines that they looked at back in the Middle Ages frequently lined up with how many times people were married because people died so young back then. It was yeah. not uncommon for people to get married again or have more than one spouse because plague, mm-hmm. hello. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. It happened. Right. And so yeah. now we've got, it's frequent that people will have two relationship, quote unquote, relationship lines. And those you look for below the pinky on the side of the hand, um, and so the number of those is not accurate. Frequently, people will have two. They've never been married, but they may have been in serious relationships, or maybe they just really love their dog, you know, and mm-hmm. that might pull up, you know, mm-hmm. things like that. So I don't count relationship lines. I don't predict that way. But there are some other things in those lines. For example, if it's... um I love to talk about people's sex life. So when I get into that area, I like, oh, I got to talk about something special if this certain thing shows up. (laughs) But um, in the relationship line, if it's long and curves up around the pinky, pinky, almost at the base, like it's encircling down low, sometimes those are my people who are not, you know, that in touch with their sexuality and they can kind of be the folks that are very standoffish and they're not going to be out there. Um, And so they may not even be in a relationship because they're so uncomfortable with that part of themselves. Right. And I can talk to them about that. We can, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, another sign that I look for is a drooping uh, relationship line. And you can almost bet that if somebody's got a big dip down on that line, they've been in a, a bad relationship or been divorced at least once. So I can do some, again, some counseling around that. But that's one thing I do look for. Hmm. But I don't wow. predict number. No. I, you no. know, and I can also look at difficulty along the heart line. There's some other downward lines along that area that show heartbreak and negative experiences in the romantic world. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. That's very cool. Wow. I know. I totally have to go look this stuff up now. I after know. the show, I'm going to be studying my hand. Looking, nice. Not that right? I can tell anything, I'm guessing. It's just fascinating to look. It fascinating is. everything you're saying. Is I there another you... part to his question? Did I cover? He had yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think oh, we I got think it, it all. covered he... it all. Health, marriage, yeah. and divorce. Yeah, blue collar, white collar. Tell mm-hmm. your future. Yeah, yeah, you did right. for sure. So... What I was going to say is I wish you were closer to Seattle because I, you know, I fly to the islands like six times a year. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. Yeah. So you yeah. can always come up there. Come up there. For oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someday oh maybe we will. Stranger yeah. things have happened. Well, it's Stranger beautiful things. there. I don't know if you've ever been to the San Juans, but, I you know. One time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So. We have a, my daughter and I have a condo up there on Friday Harbor. So we're there every other month, you know? Nice. Yeah. And I know every once in a while we talk about flying into Spokane because sometimes the flight is cheaper, right? And driving, but Mm -hmm. we just, it hasn't been the opportunity lately, but I keep saying, if we do, we're going to visit you. (laughs) Yeah. Come on down. For sure. Yeah. For sure. I, well, that's one of the new things in my world is I've just gotten my own storefront. So mm-hmm. I've got my own space, and it's yeah. Yay. Love it. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. 
Now you do other things besides palmistry too, right? You're a tarot, you read tarot cards too. Right. Yeah. Well, and I dabbled in tarot for a long time, but I always tell people, you know, my first love is palmistry Mm -hmm. and my language is around that. So I really, I get to know a person through the palm reading. It's kind of like, oh, now I know who you are. And so that when I go to do tarot guidance, um, it's, it can then be overlaid against who their, what their personality is, how they walk in the world, how they think, right? Mm-hmm. What the, the guidance I would give to somebody who is a very um, emotionally focused, sensitive person is going to be different than somebody who's more academic, cerebral, right? Mm-hmm. Just the words mm-hmm. I choose, the way I lay out the information can be, really vary from person to person. Mm-hmm. Um, same, same would go for fingerprints. Somebody who has a lot of arched fingerprints, for example, if they have a couple arches on their index fingers and they're looking for relationship advice, for example, I'm not going to tell them, oh, just get out there and meet people, you know, go out and do a meetup because they are Mm -hmm. shy, they're reserved people. They're Mm -hmm. not just going to flip the switch and be somebody different, right? Mm -hmm. So those are the people who I would offer a little bit different advice to right, about how to get into relationships and things. Mm-hmm. And it's just such a nice base for who somebody really is. And then I can I can flush it out and expand it with tarot. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, and then the other, the other thing that's really just new, I'm just now starting to book my first clients, is um, Reiki. And, mm. of course, I, it's kind of funny that I'm getting to Reiki later as, you know, I'm, I come from healthcare. I was a nurse Mm -hmm. for years. I was a nurse practitioner. Um, I know in my heart how much, uh, touch is, you know, does for people. And so it's just kind of ironic that I, you know, palm reading first and now I'm really learning Reiki, but I pick up so much from people just by holding their hands anyway, that it's, it's just kind of a natural adjunct to what I'm doing. You know, Mm -hmm. and I can really get in there. And the thing that was surprising about the Reiki is that it's, as you know, Reiki is, um, it's a healing energy. It's a Japanese technique for giving, Mm -hmm. giving healing energy to folks. What I was surprised with was how much I, I pick up the energy in the bodies. And I always validate things back with my clients, of course. And, um, That's been good. And it's nice if I've already done a palm reading with somebody because, again, I know how sensitive they are or how their mind works. And I can explain what I'm picking up and how I'm transmitting the healing in terms and in a way that may be best for my clients. Mm -hmm. Um, I can offer up an example. There's somebody I read for who's just an extremely sensitive soul, very um, literally very thin-skinned, and I was doing her Reiki treatment, and for part of it, my hands were up around her ears and her face actually touching her. And for her, um, gentle touch was essential if I was going to touch her at all. And it actually, my hands get so warm when I do Reiki, um, she said, your hands feel too hot. You're going to need to back off a little bit, oh, right? Which yeah. makes sense because she's mm-hmm. just so sensitive. And so that taught me something as I've been practicing with different types of people. It helps me, it helps me do a better job mm-hmm. and something mm-hmm. that would be more beneficial for them. So, yeah. Very Thank cool. you for asking. Yeah, yeah. no. I, awesome. I mean, it's awesome when you do more than one. I think, I think it's a combination of things that help people the most, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. For sure. Adjunctive. I'm very careful to call what I do, you know, because I come from a healthcare background. I know mm-hmm. how um, Western medicine views this kind of woo-woo stuff, right? And they're, they're rightly skeptical. You know, mm-hmm. they want to know, is it a, and I used to be that way too. So I'm coming at it from the other yeah. side of the fence. Yeah. And yeah, and and what I know now is that it's an adjunct. I use the word adjunctive, not um, you know, or complementary. It's not yes. alternative. It's not yes. instead of doing these other mm-hmm. things. It's just mm-hmm. another option, right? That may really help. help. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. I agree. That's awesome. Wow. Well, goodness. Well, just we're pausing here for a minute. So I am just going to. Um, do a plug for our sibling show, The Calling. So tomorrow night, uh, they actually have Valentina um, on. We love psychic Valentina. And she is going to talk about cleansing with cleansings, how and what works best and what not to do. So join them tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on the Para-X Radio Network. So... This has been so much fun. We have about seven minutes left. So is there anything else you want to address here? Oh, my gosh. I could talk about anything. You know, I think fingerprint analysis, um, you know, what I do, I call the triple whammy when I read palms. Because I do the, I love the old school palmistry, the lines, and the more um, astrologically based stuff. Mm -hmm. And, And it was through doing that that I really connected with what my intuition was doing for the reading because frequently I pick up stuff that isn't a line or a dot or a finger, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's the psychic part of the reading. And then there's the fingerprint part. And so it's the old school, it's the woo-woo, and it's the mm-hmm. scientific part, if you will. And it just adds that nice layer of accuracy that I think I think we need to help validate what a more intuitive guide does. It's just a nice combination. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I frequently will tell people that have an unusual print, you know, in their reading, it's like, I'm, I'm just always so glad they've come in for the reading because just understanding that one aspect of a personality can change. And when I learned to read fingerprints and looked at my own, I, it was like epiphany after epiphany, and it tells me so much about who I am, right? Yeah. So my example is um, if I could only read two fingerprints, and I don't know if I talked about this last time, it would mm-hmm. be fingers and thumbs. If I could walk around in the world and say, show me your fingers, just show me your index finger and show me your thumb, mm-hmm. I want to, yeah, these, yeah. Pointer the trigger fingers, fingers kind of, yeah. They tell so much. And in India, um, there are thumb readers, there are people oh. they can look at a thumb and you can tell so much about how people take action and operate in the world through just their thumb. Right. Wow. So one of the prints I look for, I look for there, the thumb can have any of the usual prints. There can be whorls, loops, arches, and then something called a composite. And I'll just touch on what a composite is, because that one print, if I can explain it to people, it can be life changing because the the thumb is about how you take action, how you move forward or get things done. You know, they talk about being under somebody's thumb, your right. will, your drive, yeah. right? Yeah, All yeah. the around that. 
So a composite print looks like two loops going different directions, kind of like a chubby yin-yang, if you were going to imagine what that looked like, mm-hmm. kind of a swirl. And when I see that, that always tells me people have some some vacillation in how they can make decisions and move themselves forward. And a lot of people learn to kind of intuitively know that they have mm-hmm. trouble with that kind of thing but not always. And so when I point it out, I'll say you probably have a lot of trouble making big decisions. You can be paralyzed with indecision, even little things like what kind of cereal, you know how the cereal row mm-hmm. can have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That can throw people off if they're not able to really get it together. And if it's on their non-dominant hand, um, it can show up in staying in relationships for too long because you can't be definitive about when to leave. It can look like having trouble, you know, what kind of parent to be. Should I be the kind of the hard ass or should I be the, you know, the more soft, friendly parent, that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Mm. Um, people that are counselors and mediators will frequently have that print because it gives you this great ability to see around an issue. Sure. So there's good things that go along with those too. Um, But when I kind of get in there and flush it out with people and say, you know, this could cause problems in this way, or it could be used to your benefit in this way that you can see them going, Oh, now I know. Yeah. 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 Wow. I don't think I have any of that, but what I do have are a lot of, a lot of lines going this way on my thumb, you know, like vertical Mm -hmm. lines up there. What does that mean? The the horizontal ones? Yeah. 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 And that, that thumb, it's not unusual to have some, but if you've got a lot there and on your other fingers, it can happen around the time you're going through menopause. Oh, it can be generally with other end. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, that was a long time ago. So yeah, okay, yeah, I get it. But yeah. that can be, and it can be, it can just mean endocrine stress. Like if your body's under stress and you're a hard charger, sometimes that will show up as a lot of horizontal bar lines on your fingertips. So very cool. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So fascinating. Yes. <laughs> I think we need to have you on again because I just I want to know more. <laughs> this is so interesting. I know for sure, oh and we're gosh. almost out of time, which means we are. We're gonna have to, we'll just have to have you on again. Yeah, great. <laughs> so, love it. You, so, so we will put your your website yep. on our Facebook page. In fact, I'll do that right now. So if people need want to get a hold of you, if they live close to Spokane or you know Seattle or whatever, you know, and they come out there, they can come see you. Um, is there anything else? Any other kind of information you'd like us to put out there? No, I think that's it. If I, if I have people listening from Spokane, they probably know I'll be at a holistic fair at Center Point this weekend on Saturday. Oh, cool. And I, they can find me on Facebook or Instagram as well as my website. So, And the website, just for everybody listening who's not in the chat room, it's mysticmarla.com. And that's also your Facebook page as well, Mystic Marla, correct? Yes. And okay. yeah, Instagram is uh, mysticmarla.com home.tarot I think something like that but it's easy you put in Mystic Marla I usually pop up somewhere awesome awesome well thank you so much for listening the music is on thank you so hey thanks everyone for listening tonight and for all of the troops who may be listening thank you so much and be safe and thank you for your service absolutely and we thank Mystic Marla again for being on tonight we are so uh, excited to have you back with us and we'll definitely have you on again 
And everybody in the chat room, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody listening, wherever you are, we appreciate you tuning in. Para-X Radio Network, thank you again for hosting our show. We love being here. And Sarge, the most amazing producer on the planet, for pulling us together once again. Thank you. And we'll see you all next week. Yeah. Good night. <laughs>